Hello and welcome back to No One Asked with me, Maddie B. Hey. Hey. I'm dressed up for no reason. I just felt like dressing up. I mean, I'm not really dressed up. I'm wearing yoga pants and just a cute top, I guess. Um, would have worn it to New Year's if I went anywhere, but I didn't. But that's okay. I can wear it for you guys. Y'all will appreciate it more than anyone else, I feel like, you know. Um, but hey, what's up? It's freezing cold in here, but I was like, I know I'm going to start sweating anyway. Because every time I film, I sweat for some reason. And that I was like, okay, I won't turn the heat up because I know I'm going to sweat. Plus these lights, they put off a lot of heat, I think. So that's what's going on with that, guys. So, yeah. Last night, okay, I guess we'll just get into it. Because I don't know, I haven't been doing too much. I've been doing a lot more, like, filming stuff and, like, doing more, like, I guess you'd call it work stuff, even though it doesn't feel like work, but, um, I mean, sometimes it does. The editing is the part that's, like, feels like work, if you're wondering if you, like, make videos and stuff. Like, that is the one thing that is the most, like, time-consuming and stressful in a way, and, like, it feels the most like work, because... Sometimes, like, when I see people, if you're, if you're, like, studying for a test or something, or you're working um, on something, a lot of the times you can listen to music in the background or, like, play a podcast in the background, but when you're editing a video, it's just you and that computer. I'll have, like, movies on in the background, like, movies that I've seen a bunch of times that are, like, my comfort movies, um, just to, it helps a lot with the editing process for me, actually. It just helps me feel more comfortable and happy, and then I'll just keep editing while the movie's playing. And then once the movie's over, I'm like, okay, I did like two hours. So, but I really like it, but it's just kind of stressful, you know, looking at yourself for however many hours, like eight hours that you're editing or something. I usually, I don't edit eight hours for every video, but it's, it feels like a lot of hours. But if I was editing for someone else, then I wouldn't feel so uncomfortable, I guess. But I'm looking at myself the whole time and I'm listening to myself talk the whole time and that can get kind of old. Like, you don't want to hear anyone talking for five hours at a time. Like, you really don't want to hear anyone talk for that long. Well, maybe you do if you listen to podcasts. But when it's yourself, it's like listening to yourself on a voicemail, but times a million. Um, you know how people hate listening to themselves on voicemails or something like that. It's like that, but just microscopic. Just, I'm pretty, like I'm used to it, but 
it never gets like no it never feels normal I guess um that's probably why a lot of youtubers get editors so like they don't have to edit or look at themselves like they'll just pay for an editor but I'm like I'm not doing that unless I'm making bank guys unless I have some money or something because I think they get I think they have to pay a lot for editors so I'm like I just do it myself and I have like a certain way of doing it that would it may not be hard to replicate but I feel like it may be kind of hard to replicate um so yeah that's what I've been doing that's what I was doing night before last I was up till 6 a.m good that is not okay it's not okay and I feel like some people may think I'm bragging when I say that in a way. Because I know some people are like, yeah, I stayed up till this late working or whatever. No, it's nothing to brag about. It's literally nothing to brag about. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your actual health. So that's something I need to fix. Um, I probably should have made that a New Year's resolution. But I didn't about my sleep schedule because I thought I was getting it together. It's still better than it used to be, but girl, something's got to give. Something's got to give, you know? But anyway, so yeah, speaking of New Year's resolutions, I guess while I'm on that subject, um, today as I'm filming this, it's the 8th of January so we're about a week into New Year's and this is sometimes the point where I'm like I'm, I'm it's it's getting harder to keep up with those resolutions um and I, I think I've been doing well with my resolutions like I didn't have specific things like I don't, my resolutions weren't very specific, like, work out every day. Like, that was not one of my resolutions. Um, but, like, okay, so I had two that I have kept up with so far. And I know, see, the thing about being a perfectionist, I feel like I'm slightly, I know some people are more so perfectionists than me, but... I'm kind of a perfectionist with things because if I mess up once or like I do one wrong thing, I'm like, well, it's all, it's all bad. It's all, that's it. That's it, guys. I was like that in school with like my handwriting too. Like if I messed up one little thing on my handwriting, I would have to restart the whole thing or like, or it would like really bother me. It would really bother me. And, like, if I made one mistake, then it would be like, well, might as well just, you know, whatever. Might as well just give up. And I, I'm trying to fix that. I think I'm getting better at it. Um, I think what helps that is, like, the more that you do, just in general, the more you kind of accept that you will make mistakes and that not everything's going to be perfect. Um, because it's good, it's bound to happen. Like something not going perfect is bound to happen. So I think like just the more you do stuff, put yourself out there, then the more, 
comfortable you get with like making mistakes and stuff. Um, so I know with these things, like I'm going to, but I'm telling myself, I'm like, I'm going to do this every day. You know, I'm going to do this every day. Um, but at the same time, you have to be like, if I, for some reason, I just can't do it. Like for some reason, I'm just like, it's, there's no possible way I can do this today. Then that's okay. Just do it again tomorrow. You know, it's not that serious, but like, I'm like, I'm taking this serious. So one of the things is that I wanted to like read every day because I've started getting more into like reading, even though I've read like two books, but you know, that's Pride and Prejudice was a work, work to get done. I mean, it wasn't like work, but it was one of the best books I've ever read in my life, but it took me a while to get through just because of like the time period, you know, how those classic books can be a little bit difficult. But yeah, I'm wanting to read every day. Like my goal is like around at least like 10 pages a day um, of a book. I know that sounds like nothing. You're like, girl, I can read 10 pages in like five minutes. I'm kind of a slow reader. And, like, I reread a bunch of stuff because I want to get, like, every single detail, even though I'll forget it anyway. But I just thought, like, before bed is what I've usually been doing it. It's, like, I'll just, like, sit in bed or, like, I'll get a bath or something and I'll, like, read a book. So, yeah, I've been wanting to just read every day. I had been doing that before the new year, basically. Pretty much every day I'd been reading, so... It was one of those things that I just wanted to, like, carry into the new year. And it wasn't some, like, new thing that I wasn't used to. So, I think that helped with that. So, yeah. Now I'm reading Where the Crawdads Sing. Um, I'm almost done with that book. And I think I'm going to read a nonfiction book next. Just to, like, see how I like nonfiction books. Because that will be, like, three books in a row that were fiction. So I kind of wanted to like read a nonfiction book because I got a book um, recently that's a Julie Andrews biography. So I thought that would be fun to read. Like she's a co-writer on the book, I think. So I think that would be kind of fun to read. Um, so yeah, I'll try some nonfiction. And like I had been thinking about there are certain books that are like the atomic habits and like books like that, but I don't find those books to be very calming or like, you know, if you're reading right before you go to bed, you kind of want it to be an escape or just calming and like, just, you know, help you relax a little bit. And I feel like those motivational books or, you know, habit books, habit forming books, would not be a great book to read like right before bed or maybe it would be but I feel like it would stress me out and I'd be like oh I'm not I'm doing this wrong these are all the things I'm doing wrong good night so I don't think maybe I had thought about like reading those kind of books like in the mornings like before I start my day and then at night reading a different book but I'm so bad at reading two books at once I can't do it I can't do it. I've tried. I can't do it. Can't. I tried reading Where the Crawdads Sing. I tried I tried started 
I tried starting to read that book as I was reading Pride and Prejudice and I was like, no, these books are two polar opposites in like language and like the way they're speaking that I'm like, I, I can't, my brain can't do this. Can't do two things at once. Can't chew gum and walk, guys. So anyway, oh my goodness. <laughs> these sleeves, my arm hair is like coming through the sleeves. Nash Greer would be so disappointed in me. <laughs> um, so the second New Year's resolution that I've been wanting to do that I've been sticking to is, <coughs> oh my goodness, is journaling every day. Wow, Mads. I've never, I've started journals and done actually two days before. Like, I don't think I've gotten further than two days in a row in a journal. So, I've done a week, which is, you know, good. And I've already had days where I'm like, oh, I forgot to journal. Like, I need to do it. So, I've already had my, you know, almost mess ups with it. But I think, like, I'm not writing, like, long pages. I'll just write, like, a few sentences about my day in each, um... Just like, it's just a regular notebook. And then I just put the date and then write a little bit about my day. Um, and I haven't really noticed like what it's doing, but it's supposed to be good for you. Or, you know, just let you know that you did something that day or like what you did that day. And at the end of each um, like journal entry, I've been putting like how I felt that day. And it's weird. That's the one thing that I'm like, whoa, like my moods are very different every day. Very different. Like I've already looked back at some of them and I'm like, girl, this was not a good day. Or like I was feeling great this day. And I think that's been like the most helpful part about it is just to see that like not every day is going to be the same and it's all going to like it's not all going to be great or like, it's not all going to be bad. Like I can look back and be like, Oh, I had a good day this day. Hello. And that like, I did certain things on that day that maybe helped my mood and maybe I should do that more, you know? So I think those are two good things that just to do just for myself and not like, for money or like for a job or like for just like good things for me you know to do so I think those are good things to do but I'll I'll let you know about my other res resolutions like I think I'm gonna like once I get those two down um I think I want to add more things like I want to practice the piano a certain amount of time every day. Like, I may start with 10 minutes. Like, I've been practicing, but not nearly as much as I want to. And I want to, like, actually learn songs and be able to play through an entire song, you know. Because I've been stopping, like, halfway through learning a song because I get frustrated because I haven't played in so long. And then I'm like, this is hard. Like, it takes a lot, um... I guess especially because I haven't played in so long. Like, it takes so much brain power 
because I'm reading sheet music, like I'm not copying someone's finger movements. A lot of people do that because there are YouTube videos where you can just look at what key to press, but I actually want to read the music and play off of sheet music and not do it based on just copying someone because... I don't know. I just I would just rather do that and I think it would be more helpful to me, you know, in the long run to like actually be able to read music, you know. I mean, I can read music, but like just be able to like work on reading music, you know, cuz some people like some of these like really good piano players, like they could pick that up and just play it within like 5 minutes. And I'm like, I want to be able to do that. Maybe not to that extent, but I think it'd be fun, so, yeah, that's what I want to do, just, like, some hobbies, just some hobbies, I think hobbies are good to have, um, to where you're not really, you know, you're not monetizing it, and you're not, like, putting it out there for the world to see, or, it's just, like, for you, something for you to do, you know? So, speaking of books, you know how I finished Pride and Prejudice and, like, that's my sole personality trait since I've been reading it, um, but last night I watched the movie for the first time since I read the book. I quite literally had to pause, hello, had to pause the movie every few minutes because my heart couldn't take it it's so good it's so good like Mr. Darcy you like notice little things that you know were in the book that you wouldn't know if you didn't read the book like what they mean by that or like why he's looking at her this way It's so good. I can't do it. But the thing is, it's like, I can't, like, reality will not live up to this. And I want it to so bad, but I want, I just want reality to, like, live up to, I just, my mom just texted me that she liked my video, which is so Um... Anyway, um, I love when people that I know in real life, like my parents or something, are like, we like your videos. Like, <laughs> um, but that movie, I can't. Like, I know everyone talks about it. Everyone loves that movie. But it's, it's so, it's so good. Like, I can't do it. The way that he looks at her and how it's so, you know what I love about it is it's so subtle. It's so subtle. And that's what I love. Like they touch, that he grabs her hand, not even their fingers aren't even interlocked. Like he grabs her hand and that is the, that is better than any scene in any movie that you've ever seen. And that's all they had to do. That's all they had to do is just. And you're like, whoa, whoa, got a fan myself, you know? Oh my goodness, I love that movie. But it's like, I know it's 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 so great, but 
I can't, my expectations now are just way too high. Just way too high. All these books and movies, like, I don't know. It's probably not good because it's just, it's like One Direction all over again. Like, I was literally at a point in my life when I was a teenager where I was like, if it's not Niall Horn, it's no one. Like, it's a, it's no one. And I was like, they have to be famous and wasn't even rich. Like, I didn't even care about them being rich. It was just like, they need to be famous and a musician or actor and cute. And that was it. The boys in my school, mm-mm. Mm-mm. you're not, you're not worthy. So <laughs> it's, um, it's an issue, but now it's more so like, if he's not just madly in love with me and I'm just like, not even they have to be madly in love with me, but I also need to be madly in love with them. But like at the same time, you like don't want to admit it. And then it's like, you know, (laughs) I want my life to be pride and prejudice, you know? So yeah, I love the, you know, the enemies to lovers trope. Like, that's just everything. Like, I don't want to be enemies, but I want it to be like, oh, like, we knew each other. And then it was like, oh, wait, hold on. So yeah, that's my, that's my brain. That's my brain, guys. Um, but yeah, I gotta be a little more realistic than that. But Still, I think a part of everyone should still want that. Should still want want to have your own little rom-com. Your own little rom-com. Your life is a rom-com. And you should think that. Like, when I go, I go on these walks and like, they're so great because I'm listening to music. I feel like the main character, it's great. And I'm like, I'm going to live my life like the main character. And like, I shouldn't settle for less. Like, it's not going to be exactly like a movie. But I think if you really think like, I deserve, you know, good stuff. Like, I deserve, you know, better than certain things. Then I think you will, you know, get those things, you know. If you don't like settle for, you know just good enough for anything and you just really believe that you'll have you know this great love or this great job or this great life or whatever or great friends great you know um I think you can have it and if you just don't settle for something else um you know you kind of have to balance it you kind of have to be like well it's not gonna be like a movie but little parts of it you can have in real life you can have that and I still believe that I still believe it even though you know it hasn't really happened for me you know I still believe that it can happen so Yes, positivity, guys. Realistic positivity. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I was wanting to talk about this because I watched this YouTube video. 
it was like a five hour long YouTube video. I need to give credit to who made it. Well, if you just type in the failure of Victorious, it will be the first video to pop up. It's like a really popular um, YouTube video. It like went viral kind of, I guess you could say. And it was making me realize things. It, it was about... It was basically this guy, he goes through every episode of Victorious and, like, just gives a little, like, summary of them and, like, says what he thinks, like, things mean and stuff and, like, goes deeper into them. And it was really interesting. And, like, part of the way through the video, I was, like, he was saying things, and, like, of course, I used to be obsessed, you know, with iCarly, Victorious, all that. I haven't watched his iCarly videos. He did videos on iCarly, too. But this... This video had me, like... Oh, like, it made me realize that these shows, like, iCarly, Victorious... There were other shows, too, I don't remember. Um like, Sunny with a Chance, Camp Rock, like, all this kind of stuff, they made you, like, want to be famous, and, like, I was so young when I was watching it, I was very impressionable, and it made me have this mindset of, like, I want to be famous, because these shows, like, Victorious, and stuff like that, or I'll just talk about Victorious since I watched this, but shows like Victorious made it seem like fame is like the end-all be-all, and that's like the, like the answer to everything. I mean, they didn't, they probably didn't do that like on purpose, but like that's how I took it as like a preteen. I think that's how I took it was like, Oh, these people, like, want to be famous, so, like, I need to be famous. Or something like that. But they made fame, like, so important in that show. I love that show, though. Like, it's, it's like, one of my favorite shows, like, Victorious and iCarly. And, like, iCarly, too, it was, like, they were famous online. Like, they were basically YouTubers. And I think that's what made... A lot of people, like, growing up in that time, like, want to be famous or something and just make it, made it, like, even if you didn't really want to be famous because no one really, I don't think anyone really wants to be famous, like, if they knew what it really took, like, what it took away from your life and, like, how different your life would be. I think a lot of people wouldn't actually want to be famous, but they only showed, you know, the Nickelodeon version of fame. But then when you look back at it, it's like, that probably wasn't that great, guys. Um, I think with like, if you're famous, the highs are, like, really high. I think I've talked about this before. I don't know. The highs are really high. Like, you are on the red carpet. You are an, at a movie premiere. You are just performing at the Grammys. You are yes, yes, yes. But the lows are, like, 
low. Like, you get exposed for something that wasn't really, you know, like, some people get exposed for, like, random weird things or, like, every part of your life is online. Like, you're getting death threats, all this kind of stuff, like, that people, like, that aren't famous, just, like, your normal everyday people wouldn't have those lows either and they wouldn't have those highs. So you kind of have to like, be like, are these highs worth the lows? And you may get the lows without the really high highs. You know what I mean? Like, I guess you could use me for an example. I'm not famous, but I guess I put myself out there online more than, you know, a, a lot of people. And... I get a lot of, I have like the highs that are not that high, of course, but, and then I get lows that can get pretty low. I I, sometimes I feel like the lows outweigh the highs sometimes, but yet still I do it still because I love it so much, but I don't know. You just have to kind of see if the, if it's worth it, if it's worth, like, the downsides to it, um, because I think a lot of people couldn't handle certain things that I've had to learn to handle, even I can't, but I can't handle it sometimes, like, sometimes I'm like, I can't, I can't look at this, like, I can't do this, I'm not saying, like, other people couldn't handle this, but I can. I'm just saying, probably because I've been exposed to it for so long, like, I'm, it's not as strong to me as it used to be, um, but I just don't think some people, I don't know, I'm not saying, like, I'm, I can handle more than other people, but hopefully you know what I mean, um, Anyways, I just saw that the email popped up that was like Casey Musgraves tickets, and I'm like, I want those. I want Casey Musgraves tickets. Um. So yeah, uh, let's talk about something fun, guys. I don't know what I'm talking about, uh, but just in conclusion to that, um, fame is not what you think it is like when you see it you only it bothers me so much I will say this every single day that you don't see the downsides to things you don't see it oops you don't see it like if you take actors there is like so much There's so many downsides to it that those people, they're like, I'm willing to take those downsides either because they love doing it so much because some people love, you know, just the act of acting or they just love what they do so much that they're willing to take the downsides or they're like, I want the fame so much that I'm willing to do this. And I think the only, 
and I don't think that's a healthy way to live is to just like chase fame so much that you're willing to do anything or like take anything from people um I think you have to really love like the process of what you're doing uh, I've talked about that before but anyways guys um yeah let's talk about something fun so this was <laughs> I was randomly thinking of this I've seen all these like videos of five sauce fans popping up like all these new five sauce fans because they did this 10 year thing where they've been together for 10 years and I was thinking I was a five sauce gal I still love five sauce like their new album's really good but it was to you know the fangirl like obsessed point at one time and I remember I was I was just thinking like There are some things that I pretended to like just for these men. There are some things that I pretended and like I made myself like them because of these men. Um, so I have some examples. And some of these things like I actually ended up liking because... I tried it or like I listened to this certain kind of music just because of these men. But then I found something that I actually liked. So it actually wasn't a bad thing. So like for Five Sauce. Okay. I listened to what's the band called? Oh my God. Oh, All American Rejects. I remember hearing, I think it was Luke that was like obsessed with All American Rejects. And I was like, okay. He's like an all-American reject stan, so I need to become an all-American reject stan. Because when I meet him, of course, he's going to fall in love with me when he hears that I love all-American rejects, too. Like, who wouldn't fall in love with someone just because they have the same music taste as them? Like, I would fall in love, you know? Um, And so, I listen to... The All-American Rejects album. It was like their first album. Like over and over again. And I was like, yes. And then I really ended up liking it. Um, And I ended up really liking All-American Rejects. And like it's actual. It's like an actual like. Um, But. Yeah, I wouldn't have like put myself there. To even listen to it in the first place. If it wasn't for Luke Hemmings. So thank you for that. Thank you. And like. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I got all this like. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff. Because Five Sauce liked them. But they were cute though. Like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff was cute. So I was like okay. Like I still like it. Like we still stand. Also like. I guess back in the day, I I didn't pretend to like this because I still really like basketball, but I kind of like overplayed it a little bit. Like when I played basketball, like of course there were like cute guys in the basketball team or whatever, like people, you know, you would, if you played a sport, you know, guys seem to like have more interest if you know what I mean especially like at a younger age like high school middle school 
they seem to have like more interest in like you or they seem to talk to you just a little bit more if you played a sport. So I was like, I, I had already planned to play basketball. Like I was already like b-ball girl, really. And, but then when I realized like you, you wore like this on game days, <laughs> I was feeling myself on game days. I was feeling myself because even though the outfits were so bad, it was just like a hoodie that said like my school's name basketball. And then we had these sweatpants that were 10 sizes too big for me. Actually, I still wear them. I still have them. They're still slightly too big. Um, they were so baggy. They were so <laughs> baggy. And, like, you would wear that on the game days. And sometimes we'd have, like, a couple of game days a week. We'd rewear it. We'd wear the same outfit. And, honestly, I liked it. Because I was like, I don't have to pick out what to wear today either. And, plus, people would be like, oh, she's on the basketball team. And I just remember... I just felt, like, so cool because I was just, like, you know, I know the boys are, like, oh, there's Madison, like, yes, on the basketball team, even though they probably weren't. I was, like, eighth string, so, like, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, I basically was just, like, one of those people that got dressed and, like, didn't play. So, um... Anyway, I think I, the thing that I was getting to was, like, I think I just overplayed it, or, like, I seemed to like it more just because, like, guys I thought were cute were, like, they liked basketball. So, I was like, okay, like, I love basketball. I Ball is life, guys. Like, ball is really life, though. So, <laughs> I thought that... <laughs> So cute in my fighting, my fighting necklace. Girl, there's a picture of me. Oh no, 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 no. There's a picture of me wearing like a full-on dress. I don't remember why I was wearing a dress. It was some type of dance or something. I don't know. And I had a fighting necklace on too. Alright, guys. That was me. If you don't know what a fighting necklace is, I really don't know how to explain it, but you have to look it up. They were everything in middle school. It was everything. Um, they were basically like sporty. You would usually wear it with like a t-shirt. It would be like something you would wear with a t-shirt. I can't believe we did that. Like, we should bring them back, honestly. And like those balance bracelets, we should bring it back. You should bring it back. But, like, all the boys were, like, wearing the fighting necklaces. And I was like, I like fighting. Girl, no, you didn't, though. Um. Anyway, so. Um. And then, like, I never really pretended to like golf. Like, Niall is, like, obsessed with golf. So, I think I... I did watch golf a few times because I was like, he likes golf. But I actually like golf. I've never actually played golf. But I really like mini golf. You know. Um, 
I guess I had this thing in my head to where I know you want to have things in common with someone, but you don't want to like falsely make them think that like you have things in common and then that has some say as to whether they will like you or not. But I think opposites attract is a is a thing too. Like you don't it would not be fun if you both like only liked the exact same things. Like that would not be fun. Cause you want to show each other like new things that you like or things that they like or like have your just your own thing that they don't do with you. You know, like you don't want to just be the same person. So because I hear people like in relationships are like, we are like the same person. Okay, like we are the exact clone of each other. And I'm like, that doesn't sound fun. That does not sound interesting or fun to me. Maybe they mean it like their personalities are the same or like they just like a lot of the same things, but I get that you need to have like some similarities and like be the same. Like the like in Pride and Prejudice, she's like, "We are so alike. We're both so stubborn." that's cute that is cute you're both so stubborn like you won't like just take the plunge and like tell each other you're in love with them like but it's cute that like that's a cute thing but like they both like reading I think or something but like she's not gonna go out with him fishing is the thing like she asks her uncle to go fish with him she doesn't ask her he doesn't ask her because like that's not really her thing. So that's like an example of like you like similar things, but at the same time, like they have their own thing they do, which I think is really important to have. So yeah, like I I can you can probably tell that since I watched that movie that I'm like, wow, you know, it had me so just. It was too much. Like, it's actually, when when I say that it's going to take me, like, a week to get over that, it's going to, I've seen that movie so many times, but this time it just hit different. It hit different. Okay. It hit different. Anyways. So, yeah. Um. I guess that's, this is, I'll just talk about this one more thing. I just have, like, random notes about just random things I thought of that I want to talk about. Um, perfume commercials make me feel like I'm in a fever dream. I think a perfume commercial came on the TV and I was like, this is weird. And all of these are weird. Like, you'll have, um, Natalie Portman screaming at the TV for no reason, saying random quotes about things that don't have anything to do with how you smell or perfume, and, like, the editing is super weird, um, or maybe it's just extra artsy and I just don't get it, or you have Johnny Depp playing a guitar with, like, a bull walking behind him. And just random things like that. Maybe I should make a video on, like, perfume commercials. Just watching perfume commercials and then get sued. Maybe that would be fun. But, like, I'm like, why do they do that? 
I don't know if it's to get people's attention or because the people that make perfumes are like a different level of like deep and artsy and they're like this this has a deep meaning that no one will get um so people will just be kind of scared by it but like we get it so I don't really know don't really know what's going on with perfume and cologne commercials I don't really know what's going on but I kind of live for it it's kind of fun um, anyway, like they never make any sense. Like they're not, I just like a perfume commercial where they're like, this smells like this. It smells really good. And I get compliments on it sometimes. So thanks. When I hear that someone gets complimented a lot on their perfume, that's when I want that perfume. If I hear people be like, I get complimented on this all the time. I'm like, okay, because I'm here to please others. And not myself. I want that perfume. Even if I don't like it. If you get compliments. I want that perfume. So that's all you have to say. Is literally like. They should do a study. Where they wear different perfumes. And me saying they. I don't know who they is. But someone should do a study. Where they like go. Into different places. And like wear different perfumes. And see like. Which one gets the most compliments from, like, what type of people, too? Because I feel like girls would compliment, maybe, I don't know. Like, I feel like certain types of people, like, even, like, southern guys would compliment a certain perfume. But, like, New York guys would probably compliment a different type of perfume. Or, like, you know, I feel like different types of people like different perfumes. I think that would be so interesting. I would do it myself, but I don't want to (laughs) I don't want to I mean I would want to but it would be like really hard and like why why would I do that you know I don't socialize that much anyway so like people be first of all people be like why are you here and then they wouldn't even care about the perfume so anyway Perfume commercials. Mm. That one. Oh, another one that I thought of. I I should probably do a video on this, but it, I feel like it'd be like I was making fun of them. I don't know, but it's just so it's it's a it's a mystery. It really is. That one commercial with Kaya Gerber in it. I think that's her name, Kaya. What's her name? Um, and they're all it's all these girls, and they're like. Daisy, 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 Daisy. And that's the entire commercial. It's like a few girls just randomly. They're not even singing it. They're just like, Daisy, 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 Daisy. And I'm like, girl. If I was on that set and they had to do like multiple takes of that, I would have been like, see you guys, I quit. If I was on that crowd, I'd be like, see you guys, I quit. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Like, if I was in that commercial, I'd be like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Like, I'll do it. Like, I'll do it, but why? You know? <laughs> anyway. Well, thanks for listening. That's that's it for the podcast. Hope you guys 
have kept up with your new year's resolutions if not then you can start fresh and anew tomorrow and time is just or new year's is just another day in the year okay it's just another day so you can start a new year's resolution on february 18th if you want to okay all right thanks for watching bye